Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter, and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business, and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Hiring friends can definitely be really, really great for your business, for you, for all sorts of things. And it can also be really not so great. And the thing is, is that it's really common, especially in the early days of growing your business and hiring and working out how you get people to help you do more things than what you can do on your own. It's really, really common to hire a friend or someone that you already know. So they may not officially be a friend, but somebody that you have known, maybe you've worked with them before or you know of them through somebody else. So let's dive into when hiring a friend or somebody that you know when it works, how it can go horribly wrong, and all the things. So first of all, the reason most people hire a friend is because it feels easy. It feels easier than finding a total stranger who happens to be exactly what you need. And it feels easier than the risk that that stranger feels to you in your business because they are a stranger. And ultimately, I guess, it feels safer. But this feeling of safety, this feeling of ease is just a perception. And the perception of ease and the perception of safety is all fueled by assumptions. You assume that the person gets you because they know you. So you assume that it's going to be easier than starting from scratch with somebody brand new. You assume that the person understands what you need because they know you already. You assume that the person will be easier to work with or friendly or more helpful, etc., because they already know you. But the black and white reality is, is that you actually don't know any of those things. You don't know anything about a friend or someone that you know when you're hiring them into your business. You don't know what they're going to be like to work with, whether they'll get you from a work context or whether they'll be as friendly and helpful as what you think they are from a personal context. You don't know if they're going to be like that because you haven't worked with them before. But it's really common for it to feel safe and easy because your brain is jumping and making all these assumptions based on the information that it does have, which is based on your personal experience with the person. Now, I think in the last two minutes, I've said the word assumption, assumed, about 10 times. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you already know that assumptions, look, frankly, they're the devil when it comes to having a dream team, and avoiding those tricky, awkward, difficult conversations down the track. In fact, I'd say assumptions are the number one reason that things go wrong 
when it comes to hiring, when it comes to any relationship that you have with someone on your team. And assumptions are a surefire way to find yourself, well, having a tricky conversation down the track, one of those ones that you definitely don't want to have. Because nobody wants to try to unwind or have to discuss a situation that they found themselves in because of assumptions that both people have made. And as a result of those assumptions, you found yourself in a place where it's not working. So what's that saying? To assume makes an us out of you and me. 100% when it comes to people, when it comes to hiring, when it comes to managing people, assumptions, they just make things so much trickier. But we all do it. We all make assumptions. Hands up, I absolutely have made them myself. So the reason that hiring a friend can turn ugly, and I'm sure you've heard some horror stories, it's almost always because of the assumptions that somebody or maybe even both parties have brought into the arrangement, the things that weren't discussed from the outset. Let's say maybe they assumed that you wanted certain things in a certain way and you knew that they needed flexible hours to work around their kids or school commitments. And maybe they assumed that you knew how much they hated being micromanaged in inverted commas because they had told you all about their horrible bosses in the past who had micromanaged them and how they didn't enjoy it. And maybe you assumed that they'd know that your intention when you're telling them about feedback or telling them about a mistake they've made or asking them how they're progressing with something, maybe you've assumed that of course they'd know that your intention wasn't to micromanage them, but you know, you like to kind of be in control and you like to know where things are at and you like to be kept up to date. And that, of course, you're all about flexibility, but if there's a business deadline and it's a critical thing, then maybe you assume that surely they wouldn't go and do school touch-up that day and that they'd skip that because this deadline would be more important, right? See? Assumptions. So what happens when we're hiring a friend is we have a perception of ease and safety and we have this perception so we can feel that when we're hiring a friend and what can feel easy and what can feel really safe can really quickly turn into, frankly, a nightmare a few months down the track. Now let's jump to the other end of the spectrum. Let's jump to what can be totally amazing about hiring a friend or somebody that knows you. Now, one of the huge benefits is that they do already know a little bit about you, your personality, and depending on how much you've been talking their ear off about your business for the last few years, they may well actually have quite a clear picture of how you like to work, what annoys you, and what you need from anyone that you're paying your hard-earned dollars to. So they may actually be really clear on all of that. But here's the thing, hiring a friend or somebody that you already know, while you think it may be a shortcut. If you wanted to work out well, which I'm sure you do, and I'm sure they do, you always want both of you, both people, to come into the arrangement with their eyes wide open. So you still need to have a detailed conversation and lay everything out on the table with them to check in that it is what they thought it would be, And for you to check in if they really know what they're getting into and if they're really up for it. And when I say lay it out on the table, I mean explaining this is what I need 
and getting really specific. And this is how I like to work and getting really specific. And this is the sort of thing that actually annoys me when it comes to work and when it comes to my team. And I really love it when someone who's working with me does this, or I'd really love it if somebody who was working with me was able to do this for me. And then asking them, how does that sound to you? Would any of that make you feel weird? Would any of that, you know, not excite you? And here's the clincher. When you're talking to a friend, you want to also say upfront, nice and openly, how should we agree to talk about anything that feels difficult? So if something comes up down the track and it feels weird or it's not what we expected or we need to bring up something, let's agree now how we're going to do that so that it doesn't feel difficult and tricky. And so we can always put our friendship first and it doesn't get messy. Let me share with you a story. One of my clients had an amazing friend working for her. And this friend was in a really big role. She was like the operations manager. And she was so amazing at what she did. She was super helpful. She was really proactive. She was like all over all the little bits that were happening in the business. Super important. And this isn't a startup business. This was a big multi-million dollar online business. But the friend in the workplace was constantly needing validation. She was needing and wanting really specific goals and really specific parameters the whole time because she didn't like working in the gray. And I'm using the gray with inverted commas. So she really liked to have a clearly defined role. She liked to know exactly what was and wasn't expected of her. And because the business was in that kind of fast growing, messy startup mode, the beautiful black and white structured, you know, perfectly rounded role description where you never do anything beyond what's asked of you, you know, that's written down, it just wasn't the reality. So she was looking for assurance and validation that she was on track and doing a good job because her preference and the way she really thrived was working in a role that was quite structured, quite clear, and frankly, quite black and white. So this business was going through this big phase of we need to work stuff out as we go. It's a little bit messy. Let's learn on the fly. Let's learn from our mistakes. And this friend who was hands down amazing, hugely capable, and all the things was fantastic, except from a work perspective, from in a work context, she needed heaps of reassurance, which the business owner, who was my client, found really draining. So functionally, this person was amazing, but she wasn't thriving in the messy reality, which was my client's business. Now, the friend wasn't like this outside of work. She was confident and in fact, she was pretty chilled. But in the workplace, she really wanted to know that she was ticking all the boxes and that she was satisfying her friend. To a large extent, she lacked confidence and it got really tricky. So one of the things that we worked on was implementing really great boundaries. And we kind of had to go back and have some of those conversations that it would have been ideal in hindsight to have from the outset. So some of the boundaries that had to be set to make working with this friend really, really beneficial to the business, but also beneficial to the owner from the perspective of she needs to be thriving in her role energetically, not being pulled down. So some of the things we implemented and we talked about was defining when they talk about work. In other words, not on the weekend when they were meeting for brunch, 
and when this friend would get specific feedback about her role and how she was performing, which was going to be in a monthly structured meeting, not on the weekend when they were meeting for brunch. And there was also a need for some resetting of expectations and rediscussing of what the role required and what was necessary, including there's going to be these messy bits that we're going through. There's going to be a lot of gray. There's going to be a fair bit of working it out on the fly. And yes, let's learn from it. Yes, let's pause, but let's get through it first. My client also had to have a conversation, a resetting of expectations around how important it was for this role to be autonomous and how important it was for her to be able to you know, not be distracted and not be pulled into the nitty gritty from a reassurance perspective. So that was just one of the many situations that I've supported clients through which has always required a little bit of a resetting of expectations when it comes to friends. And there's definitely been quite a few situations where it's gotten quite uncomfortable and the friendship has unfortunately been lost. So here's the thing. Hiring a friend can 110% be amazing. It can, in fact, be the safest, easiest, and most convenient option for you. But it still needs to always be started that relationship, the beginning always needs to be a clear, specific, and a detailed conversation so that both people can come into the arrangement with their eyes open, knowing the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it looks like. And I guess I know that sometimes when we're hiring a role for the first time, we don't always feel like we have lots of specifics about what we want the person to do. And I know that there's definitely an element of working it out as you go. In which case, that's the conversation that you need to have. You have a conversation about that, that you don't know the specifics of what they'll be doing and you'll be working out as they go and how do they feel about that and how will you bring things up if they're challenging or or if you're doing something that doesn't feel great, how do I let you know about it in a way that doesn't make you feel offended? If you want to let me know that, you know, I'm acting in a way that you don't think is great, how are you going to let me know that, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to work out how you're going to have a work-based conversation that feels tricky well in advance of actually when the trickiness arises. And if you're going into an arrangement where you don't have the specific clarity, a beautiful long list of the things that you want them to do, then make sure you have a conversation about that gray bit and how the two of you will work it out and how you'll have those check-in points along the way. So in summary, hiring a friend, it can be so good and hiring a friend can be bad and it can be ugly. And the way to make it good rather than ugly is to hire that friend and have that conversation using as clear and objective a list of what you need and how you want it done as your first starting discussion point before you jump into the arrangement. Then the two of you can go into it with your eyes open. You can have a really open, robust conversation. You can remove any of those incorrect assumptions, which will bite you later. And you can both make really great conscious choices for yourself and for each other. And the last thing I want to throw in here is don't hire a friend because you don't know any other way to get someone onto your team. If you think your friend can be amazing, great. Talk to them and hire them if they meet the list of what you're looking for. 
But if you're hiring or you're thinking about hiring a friend because you have no idea where to start and you don't know how to find a perfect stranger who feels like someone you've known after only a month in the job, then dive into learning that because it's just a skill. It's just a new skill and a new process that you don't know how to do yet. And when you learn it, the whole world will open up to you as will all these new resources that suddenly feel available to you because you'll run out of friends really fast if that's the only way you know how to grow your team. And of course, this is exactly what I teach in Hiring Mastery. I teach the process, the full powerful hiring process, so you feel really confident to map out what you need and then go out and find your perfect stranger who is in fact your next rock star just waiting to be found. So jump on over and check it out. We actually start this round of Hiring Mastery today on the 10th of October, but you can absolutely squeeze in the back door in the first week if you're quick. So jump over and have a look, paulamaidens.com forward slash hiring hyphen mastery and check it out and send us a message if you want to jump in. Otherwise, I really hope that this has given you some beautiful thoughts around when hiring a friend can work out, when it might go wrong, and most importantly, that it's not the only option out there. You don't have to only hire people that you know because it's not necessarily the easiest and the safest way. And there are lots of beautiful people out there who are amazing and have got hugely amazing, capable fabulous personalities and skills that they want to bring to you and your business. You just have to work out how to find them. So that's all for this week. Have a great week, my friends, and I will be back here again soon. 